Hello, and welcome to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you in your daily walk with God. And now, here are some thoughts from our dad, Brad McClure. Hello, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast. So glad you chose to join us once again this week on a special bonus episode. Because we did not have Sunday school or adult Bible study class this week in our church, I which I normally post on Sunday afternoons, I decided I'll still, I'm just going to hit record. I'm just going to hit record and talk to you guys for a few minutes. Now, I mean, that sound like much to you, but for me, it used to take me like five minutes to hit record. Back in the early days, two years ago, it would take me about five minutes and some sweats and nerves to hit record and no one's even listening to it. I don't even have it published yet. It's not like when I hit record, it publishes, but I was so nervous about it for some reason. So today, I just sat down, I pulled my microphone over, I opened up the application, and I'm just hitting record. And I want to talk to you a little bit this afternoon for just a few minutes on this bonus episode. I'm excited because really two of my favorite, to lack of a better word, I'm going to use the word things, two of my favorite things in church, probably a better way of Sundays in church, happen back to back. What do I mean? I love Easter service. I think it's great. I love I love to I love the atmosphere of celebrating the resurrection. I love seeing people that we haven't seen since Christmas. <laughs> That's a joke. Hopefully you got that. But it's just our we set a record attendance at our church on Easter. It's just an exciting time. I love the topic of the resurrection and the colors of Easter, the feeling of warm weather, everything. But this year this Sunday, a week after Easter, is our revival meetings. And I love revival meetings. I love talking about the truth of revival, and we emphasize it in our revival meetings, and I love it. And this year at our church, we have an evangelist that his last name is very familiar to us. We've never heard him in person. But he preached today for our Sunday school hour. And you got to realize this. In our Sunday school hour, we have all the classes come together in the auditorium. We had a good number of people there. But it's just, it, it, it can be awkward. You don't know this new speaker. New speaker doesn't know you. And so he's just going to come in and start. And what's going to happen? Are they going to laugh at your jokes? Are they going to amen? Are they going to enjoy it? What, what I mean, it doesn't matter if they enjoy it, but you want them to enjoy it. It's just a lot of awkwardness to it. And I prayed against that because I was just, maybe it's just me, but I feel it. I sense it. And he came in and knocked it out of the park with just a great, great message. And then to follow that up on a Sunday morning service, which we had a well-attended Sunday morning service following Easter, and preached just a magnificent message. It was a great message. Now he preached 15 minutes longer than normal, and I'm sure there's going to be some, and even of a great message, of a great week, of time of revival, there's going to be some going, wow, that was 15 minutes too long. Okay. I even had one person, he gets a little louder than my dad quite a bit. And this person, let me give this person credit, did not say it with a bad attitude. But they said, whoa, I need to scoot back and take my hearing aid out. He's a little louder. And he had a good attitude about it. But do you know those are some things that hinder people from really ever getting what revival meeting, the work, the services is all about. We want to see revival. What is revival? Now, I've talked about revival on this podcast. It's my favorite week. 
the meeting is, but what is the, the subject of revival I love to talk about. And I talk about it probably in about every podcast. I just don't use the word revival, and you don't know it. But it's the truths of abiding in Christ and living by faith and, and, and dealing with sin. And, and so what is revival? I always tend to think about Rick Flanders, evangelist Rick Flanders, who is getting older and has suffered some with, with COVID and recovering from that, if I remember right, I think it was COVID, but he wrote a book called Back to Normal. And revival is getting back to normal. Just like when you revive someone physically, you have to revive them back to a normal state of living, maybe through CPR or whatever. And revival is spiritually getting back to where we should be as a Christian. The problem is, what is normal? And that's a study I've done another time on the podcast. I need to really go back and find it and link to it. But And I listed about 10 or 11 ways. I shouldn't act like I listed. I copied what Rick Flanders said about 10 or 11 ways, just actions and character traits that are typical in the New Testament. That, that, that are expected to be seen, that are considered normal. But the thing is, when I have went down through those 10, that's not always normal in my life or others' lives. And so that's getting back to normal. But today, I, I, I have some other definitions. I'm just, remember, remember, I just hit record. And I did have something pulled up here, though. And what is revival? Some definitions. I, I like the definition of life again, thinking of spiritual life again. Revive to live the normal Christian life. Roy Hessian, in his classic book, said this, Revival is just the life of the Lord Jesus poured into human hearts. Duncan Campbell wrote a lot about revival. He said, Revival must be related to holiness. True revival is a revival unto holiness. Charles Finney said, Revival is a renewed conviction of sin and repentance, followed by an increased or excuse me, an intense desire to live in obedience to God. It's giving up one's will to God in deep humility. Jonathan Goforth said, Revival is simply the Spirit of God fully controlling the surrendered life. Gypsy Smith one time said, Go outside, draw a big circle in the ground, and step inside that circle and pray, God, revive everything in this circle. I think it's a great prayer. And if you're a church member of ours and you're listening to this, I I would hope that that would be your prayer. If you have to physically do it, then go outside, draw a circle, get inside the circle and pray, God, revive everything that's in this circle. And I think about that old classic verse, the classic passage back in 1 Chronicles says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will heal their land. And when I think of that passage that I kind of messed up at the end there, I think a little bit on the quote if you want to look it up, but he says, if my people, because revival begins with us, the church, searching our hearts. First Peter 4.17 says, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? It starts with us. We've got to seek revival in our own hearts. We've got to be broken. Which leads to the next one. He says, if they shall humble themselves. 
It, the, the command is for us to humble ourselves. God will humble us if it's needed, but God tells us to humble ourselves. The Bible says, The Lord's nigh unto them that have a broken heart and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. God loves brokenness. We've got to be willing to be broken. Someone said the, to be broken is the beginning of revival. And Isaiah 57, 15 says, For thus saith the high and lofty one, one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. So he says, if my people, it's got to start with us. It's got to start with you. It's got to start with me. And we humble ourselves and we broken. You know, you don't go into a service, any church service, but hopefully for those in our church that maybe listen to this, we don't come into a revival service full of pride saying, man, eh, we'll see what happens. No, come humble, come broken. But then he says, then we pray. Now, this is only part one. I could go into another part, but I'm not, the purpose is just to hit record and talk about revival. So, but if we pray, he says, it's not just some quick prayers, but we've got to pray. We've got to truly seek God's face and ask God to to do a work you know we got Satan I think about this week Satan's going to try to hinder anything he's going to try to hinder the work he's going to make well the preacher preaches too long or he's too loud or you know I got baseball I got softball I got I got I got had a bad day at work, or I'm tired. Or, you know, there's going to be a lot of different excuses that keep us from getting what we can get out of this week. And I'm not saying they're not legit. I'm just saying, don't hinder what God wants to do in your lives. Now, I realize I'm talking to maybe a handful of people that listen to this that go to my church. The rest of you don't go to my church, and that's fine. Here's what I would say to you: revival is not contained to just when you have a meeting that's why sometimes it's one of my pet peeves if one of my things that don't matter pet peeves and my brother did it today and i love him he'll never listen to my podcast so he'll know he'll never know that i did this but when he says hey revival goes from sunday to tuesday i always cringe because i think okay so we just stop having a revival at tuesday so i always am careful to say revival meetings stop on tuesday we hope revival continues every day but the meetings, we have revival meetings. So just because we're having meetings or at your church, wherever you are, if you're an outside listener, if you, you know, just because it's not a revival meeting at your church don't mean you can, can't see revival. You can see God work in your heart. You can see revival. So all I did today was hit record. He wanted to talk about revival because this is one of my favorite Sundays of the year, the first start of revival meetings. And hopefully, the start of revival in my heart. And I hope that maybe the thinking of this subject and getting back into God's word will, will bring revival to your hearts. I don't know. I know I know on Thursday, I need to post about the next, I think I'm going to, I've talked about it being alone in the cave and singing in the cave. And I probably need to do the third psalm where he's in the cave. I probably do, but I almost want to do a recap of these revival meetings. Because these first two messages, if I could pull it up on my iPad fast enough, were just great. And I think they were a help to me. And 
I would encourage you to go on our church, Faith Baptist Church of Cunot. Go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to Faith Baptist Church of Cunot and listen to this morning's message. What a great message. So that's it. I hit record. I talked about revival. I'm not going to have a rambling. I'm just going to go. I'm going to add the little intro of my daughter and I'm going to go enjoy this day and I'm going to write the next newsletter which is going to come out tomorrow. And I think I'm going to write from a chapter about a verse in Hosea and write about revival, but a verse in Hosea. So if you haven't signed up and you're listening to this today, sign up real quick and get that tomorrow. Hey, without further ado, I don't know. Why did I say without further ado? I should cut that out, but I'm not going to because I want to go outside. So not without further ado, I'm done. That's it. I hit record. Have a great week. See you back Thursday.